0: Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is One Radio Network.com. Well, very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you. Hi there, this is Patrick Timpone, and it's oneradionetwork.com. Phone lines and email is a way to uh, join the show. Phone number number is 888-663-6386, 888 call whenever you feel motivated to do that, let me write that down, we haven't used it for a while because it's been out, and then Patrick at oneradionetwork.com, Hannah Wallheiser is going to be here in a moment, she joins us now on Friday, very nice uh, woman, lives up in uh, Lancaster County in um, the great state of Pennsylvania. They're in Amish land, and she works full-time doing uh, social work and also has three children. <laughs> so so she's a busy girl. Just got delayed a little bit this morning, but we like her a lot, and uh, so she'll be here probably in about 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes. So we have a lot to talk about. I got my little notes here, the things that I scribble on during the week. Oh, let's talk about that. Not sure where to start here, but um, it's been ravishingly hot. Is that a word? Ravishingly hot. Yeah, one, two, one, three, one, oh, five in the last three or four days, and then we've been getting rain too, which is real strange. So it's been very hot here, deep in the heart of Texas, and. Lots of humidity. Just lots of humidity. But we have an air conditioner. We're blessed about that. We have this little air conditioner up here, my studio, and it's just one of those compact units. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're pretty cool. And they're, they're not, you know, three feet long, maybe a foot and a half high, and everything is one unit. All the venting and everything just goes out the back. And have this drain line that just goes outside and on the ground or in my rainwater and uh, so I put this big bucket out there just wanted to see how much water comes out. We have you know these five gallon buckets you get at Home Depot and there's about over five gallons of water distilled water that comes through the air conditioner through, you know, just taking the moisture out of the air in this studio, which is about hmm, 1,200 square feet, something like that. Five gallons. Just call it 1,000 square feet. I mean, it's just amazing to me that more of all these water alarmists are looking at this. They do quite a bit of this technology in the Middle East, where, you know, they'll go for months without rain, and Iraq, and Saudi Arabia, all kinds of places, Dubai. And they'd have put up these huge, just huge air conditioners, or swamp coolers, whatever you want to call them, and you just suck the, the water right out of the air. I mean, it's right there, right? It's just right there. And thousands, I mean, thousands and thousands of gallons. And you could probably solve all of the water issues in in the world, really, just put these things up there, and just take the water out of the air, but as, uh, as human nature is, is running its course here in 2023, it just seems almost unthinkable to believe, and I, you know, I don't like to be that negative, but just crazy to believe that the, that the powers that think they are, you know, the people that run the show, and in government and, and all these agencies like CDC and WHO and whatever, you know. They just don't care about the truth. They don't really care about taking, helping us to have a better life. They don't care about whatever, you know, digging into free energy, which we know is there zero-point energy. It just is. You can see it, see stuff on the web. People have figured this out um, it's just so weird, you know, that that we are in such a state on the earth plane in our state of consciousness that we have managed to to allow. And I like to look at it like this, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't ever look at myself as a victim. You know, I just don't. It's just dangerous. I'm very conscious of the fact that. Um, I have a, um, a skin in the game of everything that I'm experiencing that would be, you know, all these places, CDC and WHO and government and the money system and the court system and all the crazy stuff. And we all have a, a stake in this because we have taken part in creating it. I mean, we have to. We can't take, you know, we can't take um, credit for creating all the good stuff in our life, which we do, and not take credit or debit, however you want to look at it, for all the crazy stuff going on. I mean, you just can't pick and choose like that. So we've all uh, created this thing called the matrix because that's how the matrix is created. By what we think and believe. And we've created a bonkers thing. And, you know, our, our parents and grandparents uh, believed in government, so they partook in it of uh, just believing, you know, weird things like there's money and governments are here to help, you know, and all that stuff. So then we come into this incarnation with all of this kind of baggage. And the baggage would be uh, that the Matrix, this world that we sometimes think is real, is out there, you know, just trying to kick our booty. And the point here is to to understand that we've all taken part in creating it. So there's no, there's no sense in getting all angry and frustrated and these people are trying to kill us and I hate them and all of that. I encourage you not to go there. It's the first place we want to go, but in my opinion, that is the last place you want to go because if we did have created it, which I believe we have, my opinion and experience, then for us to get angry at what's out there and all these people trying to kill us, um, that doesn't make sense because we created it. So, we created it, in my opinion, to learn how to stay out of their web of deceit, to boycott them, and that's the purest form of resistance. Just don't pay attention to them. Create our own reality, which is we talk a great deal about on this show, because we do create a reality. We created the bonkers. We created this government. As bonkers as they are, I mean, we just did we just did. Our parents did. Our grandparents did. Our great grandparents did, and we karmically came in, probably chose them. So we're we're part and parcel of it, you know. So to get angry at it or, um, you know, whining or all that stuff, which is what pretty much ninety-eight percent of the people do, um, I think is a waste of time. I know it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It's just a fool's errand. A uh, Just, just not worth it. It doesn't get you anywhere, nowhere, nowhere. And as you know, almost all of the talking heads out there, like I am, um, they spend most of their time complaining and talking about how bad it is. Because that's what they do. Because they don't have a lot to offer. Most of them of how to what you want. There's a few people out there. and So that's what we do. So that's our goal here is to help you in any way that we can as we're creating what we want here um, the best we can and learning how we do it, learning how to stay focused on what the truth is, our truth, what's real and what's not real, what we want to put our energy into um, and all of the, the rest of it and then we can do a pretty good job at bringing into our experience what we want. You know, peace, love, and hippie beads, uh, um, a righteous and loving relationship, Um, friends, family, good stuff, abundance, good food, um, safety. We can do all that, you know, and we do. We're all doing it. So, we're just all getting better at it. So, in my experience and opinion, the, the the bonkers matrix people, and you know who they are. Uh, no need to give them more energy than they deserve, which is none. They are going to, in my opinion, they're gonna they're gonna even step on the gas, right? And they're gonna step on the gas because they are. feeling all of the people waking up. All this information, albeit some of it, yeah, some of it, are yes, no, maybe, but, you know, even the Kennedys and uh, R.F. Kennedy Jr. really out there talking about the dangers of vaccines. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, of course, uh, they're censoring them most often in, in, um, you know, in all the media, but, You know, he's getting out there. He's got a pretty good name, Kennedy. So these are uh, all this information about um, the truth about what's going on in Ukraine um, and all the information that has come out with viruses and COVID. And that's all coming out more and more and more and more. Um, So good things are really, really happening um, as far as waking up. And as Neil Sadaka said, In 1976, uh, waking up is hard to do. And look look who just popped into our studio, the lovely and talented Anna Wallheiser.
1: Hi, baby. How are you? Good morning, Patrick. How are you
0: doing? Doing pretty good. You're looking pretty spiffy. I like your do. Got your do. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I like it when you got your do going. So you've been busy girl this morning?
1: Yeah, it was a crazy uh, morning. Just some uncomfortable unexpected things um so yeah but how's your how's your morning going do you have any like special routines you do right before you go on air
0: um you know usually just go outside and scream at the at the sun and <laughs> 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 no not really you know I, I left a few left a few weights and jump up and down on my trampoline and i'm having a little goat's milk here if you'd like some you can can pass it to you
1: that's oh. awesome! You know, I was just at some Amish farms yesterday buying some beets and um, asparagus to juice with. Uh, I think it's Robert Bonds.
0: Oh, have you done? Uh, have you done that? Have you done that?
1: Well, I just I just got a juicer, so I have done it before with friends, um, but I haven't you know had a juicer, so I just got one and and did that. So it's nice to get the ingredients from the Amish here. But they did have goat's milk at the one farm. I just didn't get any.
0: You, you don't, uh, you don't like? Uh, do you like dairy? To raw dairy.
1: Um, do I like goat's milk? Is that what you mean? Yeah.
0: Or right. raw dairy or raw milk or cow's milk or camel's milk or whatever.
1: Um, so well, this could be a good discussion. Okay. I I struggle with drinking milk. Um, I have kind of like I wouldn't I don't want to use the word lactose in but that's yeah. how I always feel. So um it hasn't worked out for me. And then I have tried raw milk before, not goat's milk. And um, I've had the similar side effects that I would have with regular milk. So what are your thoughts on that?
0: Oh, you know, your tummy just doesn't like it right now. I'm sure if you really (laughs) want to do it, you can, you know, keep cleansing and changing and playing around. And if you really want to do it, you can tell your body, okay, let's get with this here. I'd like to drink milk, but you're not working. So what can I do to support that? That's the way I would do it. Just talk to your tummy. Okay. Yeah, Okay, Mr. Tummy, Mrs. Tummy, what's going on? I mean, do you like it? It's kind of a good food, really, if, if you can do well with it.
1: Yeah, I know. I know it's so good for you. And, you know, that has good, all the good fats in it and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm all about healthy fats. But, yeah, I just haven't been able to ride the milk train.
0: The milk train. <laughs> can I get you to move your camera just a bit to your left? A little bit. I want to get you in the center there, we there so, we can, so we can see you. So are you going to do, is this the first time you're, you're exploring the asparagus beet thing, the Robert Vaughn protocol?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that I'm going to do, I think he does like what, 30 days or something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah, but I just wanted to start, I wanted to juice her for a really long time and I finally splurged and got one. And, um, so yeah, I feel invigorated i'm not gonna lie did you
0: do the beets and the asparagus
1: yeah yeah
0: when did you do it this morning or yesterday
1: yeah this morning
0: so did you do the apple afterwards and the carrot like he says to yeah it's pretty powerful did you do okay with it i mean first time i did it boy it kicked my booty man it was like whoa
1: I felt a little funky um, right after, but uh-huh. then I, I think it's I didn't eat the apple right away, and then I was like, oh, I better eat the
0: apple. <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about um, is Robert Von Starbacher, I believe his name is, you could probably find him on the Googles, and he's got this whole protocol using, what is it, asparagus, beets, um, mm-hmm. and then you do an apple, apple. and then a carrot, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to help detox whatever this thing does. Pretty powerful. I think it works on the liver, doesn't it? Anna? The liver?
1: Yeah, I think I mean I think it's yeah. I think that's part of it and just cleans you out like in a good way.
0: Yeah, in a good way. Oh, that's fun. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So we you have um Amish sources close by where you live there in Lancaster County?
1: Yeah, I think all the all the ingredients that I got were um maybe a mile and a half, two miles away from my house. But I went to three different Amish farms to get different things. Yeah.
0: Is it pretty country up there? Do you like, I mean, if you go out in the country, is it nice, nice land?
1: I think it is. Is I mean, I like the country and I think it's pretty and yeah, lots of rolling hills and farmland and Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Are you aware of uh, the the relevance or the abundance of springs and creeks? Uh, Do you have lots of water up there and springs
1: yeah yeah there's lots of lakes and springs and yeah
0: have you ever tried to get access to some spring water to drink for yourself
1: yeah and there's kind of some different thoughts on that because of pesticides and stuff being sprayed on farmers fields as to whether the water gets contaminated so um yeah, do you have any thoughts on that? Have you
0: ever heard about that, Patrick? Oh, yeah, I mean, I think anything that goes onto the land and then it rains, it'll eventually go into the, the groundwater. It can, right, yeah. and, um, and then, but you know, some of these springs that they have, I, they have a few in Texas, they, they seem like they're their own their own animal, their own little thing, and they're separate. They're having, oh, they have their own reality. They don't care about the other reality. <laughs> and and uh, they're really clean. I mean, people have tested them. So, I mean, if you found a place that you, you really thought would be close by and it looks good and it's cold, it's good if it's cold, like 40 degrees. That's the best, you know. Because water does the best when it's cold. If You can find a spring, get a thermometer and see what it, and then ask people around if they do well. And then you could have it tested very, very inexpensively, 100 bucks at national testing lab something like that and they can see if there's anything in there you know they can see it's great I'll water if that. you can drink it you know if you if you can find it they say it's the best you know they
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's from the earth but yeah ideally it would be the best i know my parents have a spring like a hidden one on their property so maybe oh, really? maybe i should there. Yeah really? yeah
0: and mm-hmm. the water's coming out all the time yeah Whoa, and how, (laughs) whoa, how far do they live from you?
1: About 35 minutes. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: I'd get some of that baby and test it. I would. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be fun Mm. to do. There's a little tool, Hannah, called um, a TDS meter. TDS stands for Total Dissolved Solids, TDS. You can buy one at a garden store for like 10 bucks or Amazon, and then you could get that water, be fun to test it, and see what the total dissolved solids are, and it'll give you a real good mm, picture of what's, as far as, you know, some, some uh, groundwater and well water, and springs even have a whole lot of calcium that's a little bit too difficult to digest, but, so yeah, check out the TDS meter and let us know, and then we'll we will guide you, and we'll get you on you get you on spring water. You'll just be a force to wreck it with. Oh my God. Awesome. Yeah yeah. yeah. Like rainwater has a TDS of seven07. 07, mm. Nothing. Just like so it's distilled by God, you know, just nothing. But then we can have well water here in Texas where it's like a thousand TDS, so it's very hard. Very difficult to drink. It sticks to your water heaters, you know, and not all and all that stuff. So there's a whole range of different waters down there. But yeah, it'd be fun to have you ever drunk from your from your mom and dad's spring? Drunk the water? No,
1: because I honestly just found out about it not too long ago. They have like a path that goes through the woods behind their house and my mom's like, Yeah, there's just there's a spring there and I was like, What? Why did we not know about this before today <laughs>
0: Good for you yeah that's that's worth a lot boy that's a big deal That's a big yeah. deal if you'd like to join the show Patrick Timponi with Hannah Walheiser every Friday is uh, phone lines are working Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. email Patrick at one radio network.com Hannah lives up in Lancaster County she works with um, her own, a little um, website and helps people out called change There you are. See? There you are. I yeah.
1: am. <laughs> there you are.
0: And then she has uh, three children and a job. Uh, I don't know how you have time to do anything with three children and a job.
1: <laughs> I am a multitask master.
0: <laughs> Good for you. Well, you know the, you know the old saying, if you, you want to get something done, you ask a busy person. That's true. So, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, ever notice that the people that do a lot of stuff, do a lot of stuff, and they just keep doing more stuff because they don't even care, right? <laughs> they just keep doing more stuff, and then pretty much, for the most part, Hannah, I think they don't believe in time because they just keep doing it, you know? Mm. You have these people that have gardens and animals and kids and, you know, and, and doing things Facebook and homeschool and I don't know how they do all that, but they just do it because they don't, you know, onward through the fog, you know, it's great.
1: Yeah. Well, I think busy is kind of relative because what, you know, what one person thinks is busy is not necessarily busy for another person. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. So I got a little story for you. ready for this one? This is good.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. So
0: so I'm on the phone last night with with a a potential guest and we kind of got into some fun stuff. Just kind of got off, the, you know, off the reservation for a bit, and right in the middle of the conversation, I started getting chills, and mm-hmm. was coming on really slowly, like. And by the time five minutes later, I was shaking so much that I could barely hold the phone. Just chill. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, headache and fever just kind of came on like that. I got my little, I got this infrared thing for your ear to do the temperature. It's very accurate. 102. Boom. Just moved up from 98 to 4 four degrees in like mm-hmm. 5 minutes. Just Wow. Poof. And it was a trip. I mean, I was shaking bacon. So I got off the phone and then it lasted for about uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe longer. So the first thing I did was drink a big glass of uh, salt water, sea salt water, and then I went into the sauna to get to get warm because I was like chilled, you know. And that, that was fun. I did that for about 10 minutes. The coolest thing about it while I'm sharing it with you is from the very first moment, I'm so blessed to know that there's nothing wrong with me. You know, I didn't, I didn't go, oh my God, what's happening? I'm going to die or whatever. I just didn't do that. I was just, so blessed to be able to have that awareness that I knew this was good, this is great, this is exciting, something's leaving, right? Something's coming out and it's just coming out when it wants to and how it wants to and I'm pretty excited about it and and it just, it just left, it just left and to have that awareness, I just, so blessed because, you know, if we're not afraid that our body's doing something that's going to hurt us, it's really a big deal, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. and that was it and then you got
0: you were fine yeah 20 minutes half an hour it just faded away now i still had a low grade maybe 100 all night long um and i didn't eat anything yesterday just i was about to eat Mm -hmm. when the when the chills came on so i didn't eat of course so, so i didn't have anything to eat yesterday and nothing this morning yet um it's it, you know it's really crazy doing this meat uh, heavy animal food diet. I'm just getting by on so little food. I mean, I mean, I've been eating for thirty six hours and just feel fine. First thing, I'm having a little goat's milk. I mean, how's that even possible? You know, how's that even possible?
1: What What does that look like on a daily basis? Like your um your all meat diet right now? Like if if well, you don't mind sharing. I think I'm doing
0: that the wrong way. No, yeah, thanks for asking. It's, right now, it's really simple. I just have meat in the fridge, and I put it on a rack where it's kind of aging, you know, a steak or anything. It's just sitting there. And then whenever I get hungry, I just take three or four or five ounces and saute it a little bit, you know, with ghee, and just I eat it pretty much raw, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't do anything else until I get hungry again. And nothing else. That's all I'm doing. And it's really fun because it's easy. I know what I'm going to eat and, and I don't go by any time anymore. I just I just go when I get hungry. So I might not eat at six o'clock and then I wake up at midnight and I'm hungry, so I'll have a little piece of meat and I go back to bed. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just I'm so going with the flow. I'm just going with the <laughs> flow, baby. Just to see how it works, you know?
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And how long have you been doing it?
0: Oh, um, this way about three or four months. Uh, okay yeah but I've been doing the carnivore about a year but then I really got thinking well I'm just gonna really get kind of just let go of anything any vegetables I was doing a vegetable now and then or potatoes now and then or so I do have a few pieces of fruit um, orange juice or oranges every now and then for a little sweetness but it's pretty much all I'm doing so I'm just experimenting I don't know I mean I who knows I don't know what I'm doing if I knew I just got a feel my way through, you know. Sure.
1: Mm. Do you miss the vegetables or the other things? I don't, no. I really don't. <laughs> I know.
0: Oh, I did have some Haagen-Dazs ice cream about a week ago, I think I told you. That was pretty fun. What flavor? Oh, just vanilla. So it's just, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty clean. I don't know if you've ever seen the label on Haagen-Dazs. It's just cream, okay. uh, milk, and sugar, that's it. Not high fructose, just, you know, nothing yeah. wrong with that, I mean, a little bit of sugar and milk's not gonna hurt you, even though it's not raw, and it's homogenized, but who cares? And I felt great, you know, I ate the whole thing, I didn't, I just didn't miss a beat, <laughs> it was kind of fun. <laughs> good, good. Do you eat ice cream, do you like ice cream?
1: Well, I kind of, I have the same problem with ice cream that I have with milk, oh, so if yeah. it's a non dairy ice cream, I will eat it, but I, um yeah so <laughs> that part of life is on the shelf right now i get you yeah,
0: yeah.
1: i do have an ice cream maker though i'm thinking oh, maybe i should yeah. get raw milk and make ice cream in my ice cream maker yeah
0: and you can get some raw cream yeah. with the amish right that'd be awesome Woo. yeah do, do the raw <laughs> cream maybe some uh raw honey a little bit mm, a little vanilla yeah you know yeah and you don't have to put a lot of honey uh, because raw cream is pretty sweet. You know, you could do it with very low sugar. Man, that'd be great. And it'd be good for the kids, too. They'd love that, man. Mom, ice cream. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you take your kids to Burger Doodle and places like that?
1: I'm not a fan of fast food unless it's an emergency. <laughs> So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. There are instances, you know, where you're on vacation that you might have to if you're driving for a long distance. But oh. I've never been a huge fan of that.
0: When I was traveling a couple of years ago, uh, this is when McDonald's were advertising all beef burgers, you know, and I'm traveling with Doodle across the country. There's no food out there. I mean, you just can't find food, you know, driving around. I don't where are you going to go. And so I would just stop at McDonald's and get some of those all beef burgers and take off the bun and then give some to me and some to doodle. And that's what we would eat, <laughs> I just eat a hamburger. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta yeah, do, you, gotta you do know.
0: gotta do what you gotta do, you know. And by the way, for you uh, travelers, McDonald's got the cleanest restrooms ever. You can go in the parking lot, go in the restroom, ever clean, they don't care. They don't say, hey, what are you doing in here? You know, it's just. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty Mm. cool place. Okay, somebody's writing in about detox. Mm -hmm. Patrick, you've been featuring the water detox. I missed him. We'll get it from the archives. Oh, she's talking about the salt and water, which I'm doing, right? We've talked Mm -hmm. about that. The the Darko-Velcek protocol. Mm. And could you talk a little bit about it? I think it's what I need to wash out some of this stage four stuff. Oh, this lady had some cancer stuff going on. The situation mm-hmm. is blocking blocking out room for digestion. If I cleaned it out with salt water, I think it would have room for digestion organs to handle food. Right now, it just wants to throw it up. What was that?
1: I think that was me, like a notification from uh, work. So I have to figure out how to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. Sorry, everybody.
0: No, that's all right. Yeah, that's a great, great point. I'm really glad you brought it up. So we were introduced to a fellow by the name of Darko Velchek, what, oh, three, four months ago. And his, his real passion in life is salt, sea salt, that salt that's been dried from the sea just by the sun, not heated or not like Redmond salt from the ground or Himalayan salt from the mountains. He says that those salts, uh, the magnesium dries because magnesium is moisture and they're not as good as the sea salt. And mm. we've been having crazy conversations on BitChute about that. People are arguing now about what the best salt is. You should see all these people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the idea is to uh, Carol who wrote in is that you can, do, you can do about a teaspoon, heaping teaspoon of this sea salt in a quart of water, and then I've now moved to a teaspoon to a pint of water, increased it. Because every time I talk to him, he says, oh, just do more, just do more. You know, If I have any kind of issues, just do more, just do more. So the idea is, in his research, and at this point in my life, I am believing him, right? not just lock, stock, and barrel, and saying, well, he knows what he's, I'm just experimenting, because I don't know, but he looks great, he sounds great, he's thinking clearly, he discovered this in the ocean when he started drinking salt water, and I've seen some of his videos, and he really feels like, right now, that he knows what he's talking about, you know, Mm. right? So you go with it until one day you wake up and say, this guy's crazy, you know, (laughs) and and do something else. (laughs) So, So this is the thing, Carol, and, You want to drink about, this is a lot, but about two quarts within the first hour when you get up. That's a lot. Salty. But you will, don't plan on going anywhere because about a half an hour after that, you will go to the bathroom and visit the restroom and you will start to purge with liquid, diarrhea and then liquid. And you might do it two or three times. It's crazy. And, but he, he says that this is the way that you build blood plasma, which is red and white blood cells in your blood with seawater. That's how you do it. It's called plasma. And mm-hmm. other people have researched this over the years. and They actually do that when you go to the hospital, right? They give you salt water in a bag. That's the first thing they do. You know, That's true. In, in an IV, yeah. yeah, first thing they do. Yeah. They know. You know, saline drip, saline drip. But this is just on on steroids because you're doing a lot, right? So, and he suggests that over the years, we have accumulated what he calls biofilms in the intestines, the small intestine, large intestine and stomach, biofilms. And these are little uh, waste products from microbes that have been trying to keep things in balance. So these are like um, poop, essentially poop, from viruses and bacteria that are trying to keep us happy. So these things are attached to the colon wall and they just inhibit digestion and uh, immune response and everything. So he says you do this more and more, get up to about four quarts of water and you can do it for a couple years and you just keep every day detoxing and cleaning things out. Um, So that's the drill. And um, you can go to, our bit shoot interviews with Darko, and we have about four, and listen to those, or put in Darko Velcek V E L C E K into Google's, and it'll bring you to his um, his own page, and he's got a lot of different videos where he just sits there and talks about this thing. You know, it feels right to me, um, so I'm just kind of going, and boy, yesterday, I mean, I went, pff, can't believe we're talking about poop, and it's just.
1: It's just old food. It's just old old food,
0: right? What are you going to do? You know, it's just old food. It's not terrible. It was food at one point. But it it starts like really dark and and crazy and creepy. And then the more you go, the lighter and lighter it gets until at the very end, it's just clear. Isn't that crazy? It's just clear. So
1: almost like an enema, like you did an enema bag. Exactly. But I
0: think much more extensive because it's coming from small intestines and large and everything. So I really had a big one uh, experience yesterday morning. So I think this is what precipitated my detox thing last night. Pretty exciting, isn't it? The body can get rid of some stuff and then all of a sudden it says, okay, well, let's get rid of more of it. And then you get fever and you get chills and whoa, it was really cool, man. It was just great. I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: There's nothing like sharing a good poop story. That's you know, right. Nothing like it, <laughs> nothing like it, nothing like it.
0: But I'm really encouraging you folks to to, to look into the work of these people, uh, Alanka and Cowan, Kaufman, Bomer, Stone, Londo. We'll list them in the show page. Melissa Sell, the Baileys in, in um, um, Australia or New Zealand. John Lester, David Parker, uh, Darko Valchek, Steve Falconer, many of the others. These people all are going to be featured and more on the end of COVID, which is a, I think it's a three-week kind of thing. It's just going to be a massive uh, of videos every day. And it's all about explaining exactly all the research and all the proof that there is no viruses. This is really exciting stuff. And it's called The End of COVID. And uh, so I would, you know, sign up for it and they'll tell you when it's happening. I'm going to see if we can stream that on our network. I don't know if we can, but I'm asking. And, um, but once you get to the point that you know that there's nothing out there trying to hurt you, except terrorists and aliens, that's... That you, and ourselves, and ourself, <laughs> And that you know, when things like happened to me last night, you don't have to worry or think you have to go to the hospital or you're going to die. You're just fine because there's nothing wrong with me. I knew it. You know, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just whatever. I'm just working through some karma, getting rid of stuff. Isn't that exciting, Hannah? I mean, it's so free, you know, it's so freeing to me. It's just. I'm excited about it.
1: It is really cool. When you first were talking about the the salt water, I thought you were referring to like sole sole or however they say that. Because I have that like on my counter. I'll drink that. Yeah. You know, I, like. I've heard that. Water what, with
0: it. what is that about? Um,
1: I, I, it's supposed no. to have minerals like in it that you can't, you know, that might be lacking in our food sources. So it's supposed to, I think some of those trace minerals are in there and you drink, you know, a little bit every day
0: and how do you make the sole do you make
1: it Oh, you get like the the rocks the Himalayan rocks and you like put it in I'm pretty sure it's distilled water spring water and then I just have it in a jar on my counter and I'll drink like a little bit every day
0: yeah that's the same principle so you're getting your electrolytes and the minerals in the water yeah same principle this is just Italian Scorpio version because more is better (laughs)
1: The Italian way. The Italian
0: way. More is better, yeah.
1: (laughs) I think you have to say it in an Italian. More is better. More is
0: better. It's a nice. There you
1: go. It's a nice.
0: (laughs) Or as my Uncle Jack used to say, never put off tomorrow what you can do today because if you like it, you can do it again tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Isn't that great?
0: That is
1: so good. If you like it,
0: you can do it again tomorrow is that hilarious? Okay. <laughs> the end of COVID. That's going to be quite a quite a thing there. Ooh. Now
1: where do we find that again, Patrick? Well, like I on- think I
0: think it's uh, theendofcovid.com You can just Google <laughs> the end of COVID and see if you can find that website and then you can just sign up for it and I think it's free. I believe it is. You can donate if you want. You don't have to and then I think they'll let you know when it's going to pop up there. And it uh, should be pretty pretty interesting to to, to uh, you know, to see all these people talking about it. Oh, my goodness. So, here's a, you'll like this one. Here's a guy. Okay, so here's a fellow. You know that chat GP, GPT? You know that? The a, mm-hmm. a, AI? You're aware of that one? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. He, here's here's a listener that um, asked chat G, GPT, do viruses exist? So he mm. copied and pasted it and sent it to us. Would you like to hear?
1: I cannot wait to hear it. Okay.
0: Yes, viruses do exist. Viruses are small infection agents that can replicate only inside living cells or organisms. That's true, uh, but they're not. Infection, but anyway, they're responsible for causing wide range of diseases, not true. In humans, animals, and plants, not true. The existence of viruses has been well established through extensive scientific research, not true. And observations including the use of powerful microscopes to visualize them directly. That part is true, but what they don't tell you is they take snot, right, from a sick person, and they spin it and they get up all these particles and then they put in antibiotics, monkey cells, kidney cells from monkeys, viruses, and other poisons, and they mix it in a Petri dish, and then they, they, they ferment it or whatever they do, and then they say, okay, now let's look at it in the microscope, and they say, oh yeah, there's a virus. That's what they do. Mm. That's been explained over and over by Cowan Kaufman, but they don't have an isolated virus. They've never taken snot from anybody, HIV positive, um, the Spanish flu, flus, colds, taken snot and not did anything to it and found a virus in there. Never, ever. It's never been isolated.
1: Wild. is that That's wild? so wild. Yeah, never mm-hmm. been isolated. Yeah.
0: And isolated is an interesting term. I mean, if you look it up in Webster, it really means isolated. Nothing else. You know, nothing else monkey kidney cells and antibiotics and other poisons. um, You know, you can't do that. You can, but it's not a virus. What is it? Is it an infected, you know? So this is what they do. And it's all in the literature. This is how they do it. And there's this cool actual study that was done that uh, Mike Stone talked about the last time he was on. It was during the Spanish flu. And there were a whole group of scientists that were trying to figure out what this thing was, right? What it was. And why people were dying and why people were catching it, they thought, from other people. So they mm-hmm. did a whole program and the name escapes me at the moment. But they, they tried to infect other people from snot, putting them and breathing on them and they couldn't do it. You know, contagion, mm. contagion doesn't exist. Contagion. It doesn't exist. It's just made up. They tried to do it. So they they figured out after a while that it was from um, very bad um, sanitation. It was from the vaccines that they were giving people. And this is one Mm that that, um, who mentioned, was it Weissong? It wasn't Ysong. They were giving people up to six, I don't know what, trans, Mounds of aspirin. I mean, I'm talking huge amounts of aspirin every day, and that that killed them. Mm. You know, aspirin. You know, it's a couple aspirin will be okay now and then. But they were giving them cups of aspirin because they thought it was it was curing people. Wow! Wow! Yeah. wow. I think it was, I think it was uh, Dr. Weissong that mentioned that. I'll have to look. Hmm. I don't think you want to do a cup of aspirin. It doesn't sound like a
1: good idea, ever. No.
0: So here's another one. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This, this is a listener who asked, ChatGPT, is the Earth flat? <laughs> you want to hear what Chat GPT had to say? No, yeah. the Earth is not flat. The overwhelming scientific evidence shows that the Earth is a roughly spherical shape with a slightly flattened shape at the poles and a bulge in the equator. This evidence comes from a variety of sources, including satellite imagery, wrong, observation of the stars, wrong, and measurements of the Earth's gravity field, wrong. So, there is no gravity, never been proven to exist. They don't have a satellite image of Earth, never seen one. No, no. They got computers, they'll show you on a computer. And the measurements of the Earth's observation of the stars, Actually, when you observe the stars, it proves that the Earth is stationary because the stars rotate around the North Star. You ever heard that? That
1: the stars are rotating Yeah, in other words, us, it, when
0: we sit on Earth, you can look at the North Star, right? And it never moves.
1: Mm-hmm. Never,
0: never, ever. And all the stars rotate around it, right? They, it rotates around it, kind of like. So, rotates around it. And it shows the stars end up at the same place that they start one year from the time they rotate around us. Isn't that cool?
1: That is cool. This is a a relatively new thought for me, is the flatter. Uh, Just
0: rotates around. So the, the globalists say that the sun is spinning around, that we are spinning around the sun, right? sixty66 thousand miles an hour and the earth is spinning 1,000 miles an hour around itself and then this this uh, this solar system we're in is spinning around the Milky Way at billion miles an hour and then the Milky Way is spinning around something else at light years around the hour but the, and the stars remain in the same place. think about that this is what they claim that this is all going on we're spinning and you can see the maps. But the stars are just gently going around us, laying in the same place June 23rd in 2024, same place it is today. Now, how is that possible if we're doing all these gyrations around each other? It's just not. Come on.
1: <laughs> but, but Patrick, why do you think they went to such um, lengths to explain it differently? Like, why were we sold this whole idea of, you know, being, you know, a sphere and spinning and what was the purpose for that?
0: See, this is why you See? get paid the big bucks. This is why. Because <laughs> you ask the good questions. The story is, and again, it's just a story. I don't know if it's true, but it sure sounds right. And some lots of evidence to prove that um, Galileo, uh, well, Einstein and, and Copernicus and these dudes were, were hired to create gravity, and to create the heliocentric model about four or five hundred years ago. And the story goes that the Illuminati, the Jesuits, the globalists, they didn't like the idea that all of these cultures since the beginning of time, and you can see the maps or the drawings, the Mayans and the Sumerians, all these people, they knew that the Earth was flat. I mean, you can see the drawings, you can find them. They're all the same thing. They've got this you know, way back, thousands of years. So people always knew that we were on a stationary earth. I think the Bible has about 22 references of a stationary earth in the firmament. So these people, as the story goes, I don't know, this is just what I've read. story goes that these people thought that we earthlings were getting too full of ourselves, that we were just becoming too aware, that we thought we were the center of the universe, which I think we are physical reality, that they wanted us to believe that we were insignificant, that's key, just a speck, in billions of light years of massive amounts of planets spinning around each other with their hair on fire, everything is just a, a coincidence, right, and this all started from nothing in the big bang, so God really doesn't, you know, they had all these ideas that they thought that they would start to sell us, so we don't think we're so too smart for our britches. So it's a spiritual mm. thing. They just mm. yeah, and it's and according to a lot of the research that I've seen and some videos that people really look into this, you know, much deeper than I do. And it's the same people that are that are running the show today. You know, same people, same same people that the, the pharaohs and the the kings and the queens and the Vatican and the money people, same people. They're just their descendants, right? That they're doing this whole germ thing. You know, so that's the story. That's why they did it. And they gradually convinced people uh, that the earth was spinning and they started to put it in schools and teach it in science class. And before you know it, everybody, we just believe that the earth is round because they have a globe in school. I mean, would the teacher lie to you? Come on. <laughs> would they lie? So that's the story So to your answer to your question. Good question. Thank you. Yeah, why would they do it, right? Why would they do it? People ask that all the time. Why would they do it? So that's, that's my answer. Okay, Hannah. You can go have some asparagus for a minute as we do a couple commercials. This is oneradionetwork.com. Join us if you care to. 888 Phone lines are working. Or Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We have a lot of cool um, uh, emails that we're going to get to uh, lots of them. So anytime you want to, come on in with email or phone. Why don't you call and say hi to Hannah and welcome her to the show. Um, U.S. Gold Coins, or U.S. Coin Capital, rather, is their current name, uscoincapital.com. And you can go to their website or call Fred Dashefsky, 800-878-2646. Gold and silver coins baby, this is the way to go. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love talking and working with them. If you'd like to try some of the hydrogen uh, technology that we've been into for four years, uh, the one that we promote is called Holy Hydrogen. You can do a easy payment option. That's always fun, very low interest rate. And uh, if people really wanted that with our other one because you know they didn't have $2,000, just hanging around with nothing to do. So this is great technology. Check out molecularhydrogeninstitute.com. Learn about hydrogen, breathe the gas, drink the water. It's the bomb, baby. It's it's really, really a nice thing to do. Shen Blossom is a terrific website. If you go on our website and click on Shen Blossom, uh, Brandon Amalani has some just very, very nice products. Highly, well-crafted, using Chinese medicine, ancient formulas where like the Hoshi Wu for example, he uses um, black beans and a process that takes 20 days to make. He has some 50-year-old ginseng, uh, shaga, reishi, digestive enzymes, um, uh, the um, so many good things. Arise uh, for male potency, um, just Uh, Shazandra, goji berries, excellent products. We think probably some of the best products ever. So if you really wanted to get uh, a nice bang for your buck, check out Shen Blossom on oneradionetwork.com on our website or in our store. Um, we sell quite a few of these. Uh, well, not, you know, we sell a, a good share of them. These are great. And it's the Air Doctor um, Air Purifying System. You get all different sizes depending on the size of your home or the size of your room. These are very quiet. They're very highly intelligent. Um, I think you'll have a good experience with these. I have mine. It runs 24-7. Very low. They don't use any energy. And it's a good thing. Really a nice thing to get all yuck stuff that's coming in the windows. Who knows what's out there. Plastics or whatever. Clean it up. Very easy, easy to change the filters. Air doctor on our website, on One Radio Network. Uh, check it out, they always have some great sales going on, so this is a great company. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is One Radio network.com. Okay, we are back, and Miss Hannah's with us. In the great state of, <laughs> what state of, <laughs>
1: sorry. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania I... <laughs>
0: Oh, that's where you guys do, uh, that's where Punxsutawney Phil is,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I watched yeah. that
0: the other night after talking to you about it. I don't know. It kept coming up in my mind, you know, after we mentioned it. So I said, I'm going to yeah. watch it again. I was, What a great movie that is. And Groundhog, Groundhog Day. <laughs> Are you near Punxsutawney, Phil?
1: no i'm not near it that's how like it's it's a ways away but i've always wanted to go just yeah. because It'd be fun you know
0: i think people party mm-hmm. i think people party a lot
1: they party hard from they, what i've heard
0: party hard um here's another person oh this is fun people are asking questions of ChatGPT. i asked ChatGPT, gpt uh oh do you have a soul no <laughs> oh, man and that's funny As an artificial, so here's is what they answered. Hmm. As an artificial intelligence language model, I do not have a soul or consciousness. Interesting. I'm a machine learning algorithms that process inputs and generates outputs based on patterns in the data I was trained on. Wow, I think that's what they do, right? Well, I can simulate human-like responses and interactions. I don't have emotions. Beliefs are subjective experiences like living beings do. Well, good for chat GDP. It just gave gave itself up. Isn't that fun?
1: (laughs) Oh, man, we could do a whole show just asking the AI (laughs) question.
0: Don't you think it's cool that they said, I'm not a soul, I'm not conscious, I don't have subjective. All I do is, is, you know, a a database and put things together. So think about Mm. that. So, for example... If the people putting in the information on um, a flat earth they think the earth is round, that's what they're going to put in. So it's not chat GDP isn't really going out there trying to find the truth it's only it only puts back what they put in right which makes sense yeah well, mm-hmm. and if and if you're Googled or whoever runs this thing, why would you put in something you don't agree with or you're trying to you're trying to snuff out anything. Yeah, you know, Google and YouTube and even Facebook sometimes, they're very hardcore about spreading the flat earth stuff. They don't like it. They make it very difficult for you to find good videos on flat earth. You put in flat Mm -hmm. earth and they're gonna give you a thousand videos proving that the earth is round in in Google. Now why did they do, or YouTube, why did they do that? What do they care? What are they I guess
1: they must be getting some kickbacks from someone. That's my guess. You know? Or
0: if they're run by the globalists, because I'm a conspiracy guy, they're run by the you know the you know the, the globalist um, high tech loonies, and they don't want you to know what's really going on, do they?
1: It's best that we're just confused and distracted all the time, just in case you didn't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a,
1: And don't ever think for yourself. It's very bad for you. Do
0: not think for you. Do not. It's dangerous.
1: (laughs) No original ideas.
0: (laughs) Here's an email. We all have our blind spots. Yes, we do. Trying to get over those. That's why Hannah's on the show. So she can help me navigate my blind spots. I was mostly a plant eater. Now I'm exclusively carnivore. It was the only way I could get healthy. Hmm. This is conversation is a little too much new. Oh, it was coming, commenting on Berlando? This conversation has a little too much new age fantasy for me, which is what modern physics is. All the science or suspect these days. Well, you know, I would not jump to a conclusion on bear Lando. I've known him for a long time, very deep spiritual thinker and very, um, highly educated, and he's not new age fantasy, so I don't think that's accurate, but thanks for that. Tom Cowan is a wonderful guest, thanks for having him on. Have you had Dr. Lee Merritt as a guest? No, nope, I don't know her. Oh, I, I think she's in Austin. Somebody else is commenting on Bear's show. Two handsome gents. Ah, thank you, <laughs> lovely lads, for a great talk, though. So, Oh, I'm commenting before I listen to it. Ha, ha, ha. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> People are funny. Commenting before they even listen to it.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> I got a little thyroid story, you wanna hear? Yeah. So, you know, the thyroid is so, as everything is, kinda tuned into what we feel and what we think and our, our mood and what we believe and if we're angry and happy. I know it, I see it a lot. <laughs> so the other, other day was very, it was just so interesting because I had my little, you know, such an experiment, I'm a little scientist, I got my little thing in my ear and it tells you exactly what your temperature is. It's very accurate because I've compared it to, you know, the mercury thing. And it's, it's dead on. So I like every now and then I'll put it in there, see what my temperature is in the morning. Kind of gauges what the thyroid is doing. Because according to Broda Barnes and Ray and others, people that really know their stuff with thyroid, if your thyroid is really functioning well, should be right up there. 98, one, two, three, you know, right up there. If it goes below ninety seven point seven could be an indication that Mr. Thyroid is just getting frumpy, is having a bad hair day, right? So <laughs> so the other day I I was coming out of the dream state and it was a real working out karma thing and it was a lot of activity and it was just I you know, I kept kept back got back in my body and it was just I didn't feel good. You know, it was like one of those I wrote down some of the things, but it was like I need to do something. I got to go jump on the rebound, or go outside in the sun, or do something because I'm not feeling real well. Because it was a, it was a hard experience, whatever it was. So I took my took my little thing, and I was 96.5, and I really sure. thought, whoa! Look at that. Just in the dream state where it was all cattywampus and jumping around, and you know a lot of conflict, it 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 affected my thyroid because. That's the gauge of the temperature. And then three or four days later, I came back from a dream that was like one of those, oh my God, you come back and anything's possible. I can do anything I want. I, I know who I am. I believe, you know, it was just one of those where you just go in awe of just being in your body. One of those dreams and you come out, conquer the world. I can do anything. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't listen. You know, one of those. And I did my, you know, I did the thing, 98.4. So I thought, well, isn't this interesting how mm-hmm. the emotions and our beliefs can affect our thyroid like that? Mm. Isn't that cool when you think about it? It's good information, isn't it? Because rather than just running out and taking a, a thyroid test and then getting on thyroid medicine, you can work on this spiritual thing and get that puppy going, baby. Get going. Get going. <laughs>
1: What, what made you um, know to give yourself a temperature check coming out of dream state? Like, I'm just curious um, how that was a decision well, you made.
0: Well, there's a, there's a fellow by the name of Broda Barnes. And long ago, he kind of figured out that your first morning temperature before you move around a lot is an incredible indication of thyroid function.
1: Hmm.
0: Broda Barnes, B-R-O-D-A Barnes. Right, Pete? who is really knowledgeable about thyroid. So I've had a thyroid that goes up and down, up and down pretty much my whole life. It's been a but it's only doing by the test, so I never really realized the the intricacies of the mind, soul, body thing. So that's why I do it now, just to kinda learn how it might be connected, you know. So that's why I do it.
1: Okay. I think I have heard that about testing in, like right away in the morning for that. Yeah. Um, I guess I just didn't associate it. I was wondering if there's an association between the different types of dreams you were having and that's why you were choosing to test. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No,
0: no, that's what I was, exactly, yeah. 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 And what's cool is if you test and you're low, you have an indication that you might not know that maybe your thyroid is just not quite as happy as it could be. So you can look at that and figure out why. And because if you get the thyroid really happy, um, it affects the way we feel, big time. It's a very important um, organ, you know. So that could be- That's
1: why we say that cold hands, right? When you have cold hands. That's right.
0: Cold hands and feet, that'll do it. Or you're just not feeling energetically enough as much as you would like, you could get that thyroid up there. And you could even, I did for a while, you could even get the pig thyroid, natural, just piggy thyroid, and take a mm-hmm. few of those for a month or so and kick it up a bit, test your thyroid, your temperature. Once it gets up there, you can actually stop and you may never have to take it again. So people use it as medicine rather than be be hooked on it for the rest of your life. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so you can do that. I yeah, I
1: always use cold hands, cold heart, but that has nothing to do with
0: it. <laughs> no, probably not. No, no. <laughs> you don't have a cold heart. I
1: know that. It was just a joke. Oh, I a do a joke? Do. Okay. I say it a lot. I'm like, you know what they say: cold hands, cold heart. <laughs> I think cold oh, uh, uh,
0: Or large feet, um, large shoes. Just kidding. Um, um, yung, yung. Yeah, so, so we were talking about salt on BitChute, Hannah, and ladies and gentlemen, the jury, and um, um, these people are going all this back and forth. No, I use Celtic salt, I use Redmond salt, I use Himalayan, that's the best, and it's just hilarious how we, we, we want to defend our, our position on something, isn't it? Is that just a, oh, new, that just a human <laughs> thing? I don't know how we got to this point in our culture.
1: Yeah, that is a thing. I think people want to be heard, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. It's normal, right?
1: Natural, I think, yeah.
0: Um, you look very well hydrated, looking lovely. Oh. Salt leaches calcium and sugar leaches calcium from the body. Okay. I don't know about that one. Where I don't know where that came from. You do sugar? You sugar girl?
1: Um, you mean do I like eat sweet things? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I
0: mean just use it at all or a little or what's your story on
1: sugar? Yeah, I mean, I put like I use honey a lot and then if I'm, you know, baking or something, which I can't say I've done any time recently, but if I am, I'm usually using like a you know, like a cane sugar, not white, you know, try to stay away from processed sugar as much as I can. But yes, sometimes I eat Things that are sweet. I would prefer to make them myself, but I don't always. But I, I do think I'm pretty good at baking, not gonna lie.
0: Yeah. You could always do a Hannah Bakery as your next career. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's Bakery. I like, I can it see it.
1: might the, come to that. <laughs> I can see the
0: sign right now Hannah's Bakery. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, okay. This is fun. It's processed table salt where they remove other minerals and commonly fortify it with inorganic chemicals, potassium iodide. That is bad. Also, since table salt is healthy, heavenly process contains the chemical calcium silicate as an additive to prevent clumping. Table salt is like poison to the body and causes higher blood pressure, water retention, Uh, Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt, and red, Alisa sea salt are healthy, and won't have the side effects of processed salt. These people are in the salt, man! I tell you, I don't know where they get all this stuff, but it sounds pretty good. I finally found your channel! Woohoo! <laughs> okay.